Ang biyaya ng Diyos ay sumaating lahat. Welcome po dito sa Sunday Worship Celebration ng Christchurch Ortigas. At sa araw na ito, patuloy nating pag-usapan ang patungkol sa tinatawag na foundations. Ito ay foundations uh, patungkol sa ating relationship. Ang mga pundasyon na ito ay uh, napakahalaga. Dahil ito ay galing sa ating Panginoon. Ito po ay hindi galing sa akin. At um, uh, kung galing po ito sa akin, eh, lipat nyo na po yung uh, yung pinapanood. Uh, maganda sa K-drama. <laughs> no, no, no. But the truth is this. When we talk about relationship, we are talking about the will of God. Why is that? Because it is the heart of God for us to be in relationship first with Him and then for each other. This is very um, evident when He gives what we call the commands, the commandments. Um, one time, the Lord Jesus Christ uh, was asked, what is the greatest commandment? Is that uh, to love God and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So when we look at that, In that sense, we know that uh, it is in the heart of God, first of all, that we are in relationship because relationships matters. Tayo po ay manalangin. Panginoong Diyos na makapangyarihan sa lahat, we believe that you are with us. And right now, Lord, teach us, dear God, your ways. May we know more about your will and may your will be done in our lives. Lord, help us to understand more of these uh, uh, teachings of yours. We pray, dear God, that you will uh, continue to, to give us, dear God, your heart and your mind as we know more and that we can be changed by this course, Lord, that uh, we are uh, talking about. Lord, kayo po, Panginoon, ang maghari sa puso at isipan ng bawat isa. May we give you the highest praise right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So, uh, when we talk about foundation, merong isang foundation na kung saan napakahirap pag-usapan. Ito yung tinatawag na restoration, di ba? Um, dahil mahirap siyang pag-usapan, iniiwasan. Bakit natin iniiwasan? Because there's a lot of teachings that we already have in our lives. And these teachings talks about things that is not in the Bible. For example, forgive. Ah, ah, forgive, yes, that's true. Kaya lang, ito yung susunod. Then, do not forget. Pwede naman in one sense, hindi natin makalimutan, kaya lang kapag ka tayo minsan ay nagkakaroon ng confrontation, hindi para i-restore yung taong yon, kung hindi para ipahiya yung taong yon. So, when we look at it in a manner of uh, what the Lord wants us to to have and to and and what Paul is is telling us about what the Lord Jesus Christ did on the cross, it was talking about forgive and accept. Napakahirap gawin. Kaya nga pinag-uusapan natin dahil mahirap gawin. Marami sa mga pinag-uusapan natin ay mahirap gawin. Kaya nga kapag ka ito ang siyang pinag-uusapan natin, naniniwala ako, 
na ito ay galing sa ating Panginoon at hindi galing sa tao. If you have your Bibles with you, I would like you to open it in the book of Galatians. In Galatians chapter 6, ito ay napakahalagang passage sa Bible na uh, patuloy na iniiwasan ng marami. Ang sabi doon, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who have who are spiritual, yeah? sino daw yung spiritual dito? So, sabi niya, mga kapatid, kung meron kang, kung, meron, kung sino sa inyo nahuli, di ba, nahuli, sa anumang uh, kasalanan, ah? kayo na spiritual, yung mga, alam nating pinabanal ng Panginoon, should what? Should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Hmm. Very, very interesting verse. Alam niyo, Uh, I will stop there first. Uh, I will continue on later. Kasi I remember uh, just this week, yung isa sa uh, pastor na pinakamalaking church uh, sa buong mundo. Isa sa pinakamalaking church sa buong mundo. Uh, siya ay pinatalsik ng church na yun. At ngayon, nagsasalita uh, siya patungkol doon sa mga uh, tinuturo sa kanya. Uh, ina-accuse sa kanya. We are not here to judge, actually. But the truth is that hindi nagkaroon ng gentleness, di ba? Sa pamamagitan nung church at nung pastor, di ba? Lalong-lalo na sa pag-accuse doon. Kaya nagkagulo. Actually, gulo ito during the first uh, um, quarter of this year. Ito yung nangyayari. At marami pang katulad nito. Sa iglesia, there are a lot of uh, things like this in the church. And there are a lot of churches out there who suffered the same thing. We want to to um, accuse, but we do not want to restore. And most of the time, our confrontation uh, ended up worse than before because we don't have the foundation. And we should start with that foundation. What? Restoration. Di ba? Uh, sabi, sabi nga ng magandang principle, start with an end in mind. Kaya lang, madalas ang end in mind is to reject the person. Di ba? We don't, we don't have anything to do with that person anymore. So, yun ang una, yun ang nasa isip ng mga tao, yun ang palaging nasa isip. Dahil na makasalanan siya, nagkasala siya, ire-reject natin siya. Hmm, ang sabi dito, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. The word here, restore, means acceptance, di ba? And then, he said, Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Oh, merong warning. Di ba? Baka sabihin mo, hindi mangyayari sa akin yan. So you keep watch on yourself. Sabi, bear one another's burden. That's the word. The word of restoration. We need to bear one another's burden. And so fulfill the law of Christ. 
the law of Christ is based on what we call love because God is love. So, for if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. So, the truth is that everyone thinks that he is something. I think that I am something. <laughs> Kaya lang, lagi akong pinapahiya ng Panginoon. At lalo akong binibigyan ng uh, lesson about humility. And that's hard for me because I'm a prideful person. So, when we talk about relationship, if you are in a relationship for, for long enough and you will have at least one opportunity to deal with the very issue Paul is describing in Galatians 6. Yeah, totoo. That's the issue here. The issue here is that people tend to reject, not to restore. Most especially in the seat of power. Hmm. And in the, what we call, pera, di ba? In, in finances. So, Kung merong power, merong economy dyan, syempre, ang gagawin ay evil works, di ba? The love of money is the root of all evil. So, yun na nangyayari. So, this brings up an important part of relationship or relational discipleship that is a difference maker for many followers of Jesus. Maybe even you. When we talk about relational discipleship, we are talking about restoration. That is why if there is a church, a church should be connected with each other. Well connected. Why? Because somehow, somewhere, sometime in the history of the church, you will suffer the same fate. There are a lot of transgression. Sin comes. Failures comes. Even pastor fail. <laughs> you have no idea how fast uh, how pastors failed in their life. So in this way, uh, in this way, we can say that we are family in the church. If we are well connected, why? Because we have no choice but to restore and bear one another's burden. That's the idea here. It's not actually our idea. It's the idea of God because God himself is love. He is not the, the, the producer of love, but he is love himself. And the very Thing, just like what we talked about last week, the very thing that, that, that the, the, the law talks about is the very character of God. Diba? Yun ang character ng Panginoon. And that is why restoration is so important in relationship. What is the goal of confrontation anyway? Tanungin mo nga yung yung katabi mong yan kung talagang siya ay spiritual. Kasi binaggit ni Paul dito. Those of you who are spiritual. So, what's the goal of confrontation? We have to confront one way or the other, especially of sin, sa pamilya mo. Maraming pamilya ngayon, dysfunctional. Hindi 
kinakonfront ang maling gawain. Bakit? Kasi dala ng tinatawag na takot. Dala ng tinatawag na, na kung ano-anong mga bagay. di ba? Hindi natin kinakonfront ang sin. Hindi natin kinakonfront ang bawat isa. Maraming mga mga, mga uh, relationship na ganun. But we have to confront. That is part of every relationship. In every relationship, there is always confrontation. Pretending that a transgression didn't happen is not an authentic and can never produce healthy fruit in our life or in the life of the person that made the mistake to begin with. But how we confront is perhaps even more important than the issues we chose to confront. Paano tayo makipag-confront? Mas importante yun, magiging importante yun kesa dun sa issue na kinoconfront natin. Because the way we confront people, we are actually telling them that we love them. However, paano tayo magkoconfront? What is the goal? The goal of confrontation was um, made here, was stated here, and Paul's words this very carefully. The goal of confrontation is not making sure someone pays for what they did wrong. And that's my goal. Actually, hindi ako magbabalat kayo, yun ang gusto kong mangyari. However, the Bible said, the goal of confrontation is restoration. That's the goal. I, I felt love when I am restored. That's truth. If we don't get that clear, we stand to do some real emotional damage to people in the name of Jesus and miss His heart completely. We miss Jesus' heart completely. Yung puso ng Panginoon. Because when we talk about confrontation, Jesus confronts sin with love. And He wants to restore. Take the case of a woman in the well. Diba? Iba bayang yun. First, it was a relational um, uh, conversation. Ito, magandang ano to eh. Magandang uh, uh, usapan to eh. Why? Because, uh, sabi nila, mag-evangelism daw, ay kailangan basahan mo kaagad ng Bible, bigyan mo kaagad ng doctrine. Pero si Jesus Christ, it's so different. You know why? He started out with what? With relational conversation. Give me some water. <laughs> so yun, 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 yung, ano, yun yung relational conversation. Ang matindi doon, merong confrontation. Ano yung confrontation? Tawagin mo ang asawa mo. Tayo, wala akong asawa. You're right. And this is the confrontation. Here comes it. Here comes the confrontation. Ano? Marami kang naging asawa, yung kinakasama mo ngayon ay hindi mo asawa. That's the confrontation. That was the confrontation. Can you imagine that? But it was taken so lightly. Why? Because that person, Jesus Christ, his idea of confrontation is to restore, not to reject. That's his idea. So, 
not to damage the person. You're right. He said, you're right. You're right. And so, what happened there is that from relational conversation, naging spiritual conversation, and then nagpakilala si Jesus Christ. Why? Because of the fact that Jesus Christ himself came to me, maybe thinking ng, ng women of the well, he came to me just to tell me all these things. Maybe, yes, maybe, I have something to do with the conversation that we have made. And so, what happened was, this woman went on to the city and gathered her friends and then the rest. Grabe, diba? Grabe. So, it is hard to think about confrontation without actually punishment. Diba? Gusto mo palagi may punishment. We live in a world of action and reaction. Kaya nga maraming mga pastors din hindi talaga um, makita yung tinatawag na relationship. That relationship matters. Ang nakikita lang nila is that kinakailangan meron tayong output, 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 di ba? The cause and effect. If you are, if you make poor choices, you must pay the consequences of your poor choices. We are told that people won't learn any lesson if we if they don't pay for it, di ba? Yan ang pinag-tinuturo natin eh. We are even taught this in childhood. Bad choices equals punishment. Good choices equals reward. Success breeds reward as well. So ito yung, ito yung mga tinuturo. Medyo, medyo mahirap, ano, medyo mahirap basagin eh. Totoo nun. Dahil nga, nasa root na ng ating culture. Ito yung kultura natin. Hindi natin kultura ang mag-restore. Ang kultura natin ay ganito. Dapat ganito. Bahala siya sa buhay niya dahil nagkamali siya. So, balit pag tinignan mo ang ang disciple-making culture, ang sinasabi doon, we need to restore that person. Take the case of uh, Onesimus. Siguro, hindi yung, ano, hindi yung gumagawa ng barong. <laughs> Ibang Onesimus yun. Yung, if you go to the book of Philemon, it's a letter of uh, Paul to Philemon. Makikita mo doon that uh, restoration in action. Sumobra ka eh. Sumobra yung hiniling ni, ni Paul doon eh. Uh, kasi ito naman kasi si Onesimo siya ay isang slave. The slave during those times ay pagmamayari. Kapag ka lumayas ka, pagmamayari ka, you will suffer a lot of punishment. Now, nakilala niya si Paul at tumanggap sa Panginoon tong si Onesimus. Ang sabi ni Paul, bumalik ka doon sa uh, sa iyong ano, sa iyong uh, amo na si ano, si si Pailimon at bigay mo tong letter na to kasi kilala ko siya, di ba? So, bumalik at uh, nababasa natin ngayon yung letter. The letter says ganito pa uh, si Onesimus ay kapatid 
Kaya wag mo lang siya tanggapin. Kaya tanggapin mo siya muli. Tanggapin. The word is accept. Yeah? Tanggapin mo siya ulit. Wag mo lang siya tanggapin bilang slave. Tanggapin mo siya bilang kapatid. Ha? <laughs> Siguro, kung ako si, kung ako si Pai Limon, ha? Pero merong, ano, merong, merong matinding sinabi si Paul doon. Eh. Sabi niya, ha? Meron kang utang sa akin. <laughs> Kaya dapat gawin mo to. So, ah, uh, the winners. Et, ito, yung, ito yung mahirap sana sa, sa ating uh, kultura. Ito yung kultura na kung saan the winners are great and the losers are worse off with each loss. It is hard to think about parenting without this kind of teaching tool in our parenting tool belt. na ire-reward natin yung good, yung, yung bad, ayan. No? Don't get me wrong. There are certainly times where because of a choice that someone makes, they are removed from influence and lose privileges or lose the ability to use things that they have previously used. Diba? So, eh, meron, meron ganun talaga eh. Diba? Katulad niyan, eh, binangga na yung kotse, they lose some privilege sa driving. Diba? So, but, the why of what we do is just as important and what we do. And that is where these conversations happens. Anong ginagawa natin? Diba? The big issue with confrontation is restoration, not retribution. So why then do we confront? Because we are a kingdom of priests. Huh? And as priests, we have a special role in the world. You see in Exodus chapter 19, verses 5 to 6, it says, Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. So, in this way, this is, a, this is God's invitation to the nation of Israel. They are to be His priests. This is not a new idea for the Israelites. At least in the sense that they, are, they understand the role of a priest in, in, that, in their culture. The new idea is that this God could, would even care to invite slaves into this kind of relationship. So the priest serves for basic function in the ancient world. Ano yon? Distribute resources to the needy in the name of their God, become a mediator for the people to the God, become mediator for the God to the people, and take on the physical representation of what the God is like. So these are, the, uh, these are really important. to us as followers of Jesus because Peter invites us into this same relationship with God. Maybe you think, oh, that's from the Old Testament. Listen in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. It says, So put, all, put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk. that by it may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to Him, 
a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. You yourself, like living stones, are being built up a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. This is not just for pastors. This is not just for church leaders. This is for all Christians. people who accepted Christ and called themselves disciple of Jesus Christ. What else? First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Tinawag ka. Tinawag tayo ng Panginoon. We are called to live in a certain kind of way because of whom we represent as our God. You are called. We are called. That's why in every situation, in every confrontation, there shall be restoration. And I'm serious. This is serious stuff. Hindi natin pinapahiya ang ating kapatid. Hindi natin hindi natin uh, nire-recheck dahil siya ay nagkasala, nagkamali. Nire-restore natin siya. In the same way that Jesus Christ restored us in relationship with our Father in heaven. When we call ourselves Christians, We no longer get to choose to do whatever we want to do. We must take on the role and responsibility of priest. As we live in the world, we tell the world a particular story about whom our God is and what He is like. So it is critical that we live our lives consistent with, our, with how God would ask us to do To, to in order to give the world an accurate picture of what our God is like. Accurate. And I mean, what is there to say? What is your life before Jesus Christ? And what is your life now that you are with Christ? That must be counted because this is so critical, very critical, that we should be consistent in the life we choose with Jesus. When we choose to live inconsistent with whom He is, we give the world religious baggage. This is not helpful for them or the story of who God is in the world. God's people must intervene in this type of situation. Not to make them pay for their mistake, but help them be able to tell an accurate story of who their God is. You see, the story of Jesus Christ about the lost son or the two sons, that is so powerful. First, he said, he told the people, these are Jewish people. These are, these are, these are Israel's uh, 
uh, sons. Sabi niya sa kanila, well, there's this younger brother. He said to his father, Father, uh, I will take all the what I am, the right, my right. Lahat ng pera. Ibig sabihin, patay ka na sa akin, akin na yung bana ko. So he went out, you know the story, and I think all the people around Jesus Christ said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Buti nga sa'yo. Buti nga sa'yo. Yan talaga nasa isip eh, di ba? At um, siya ay namasukan bilang uh, takapangalaga ng uh, baboy. Buti nga sa'yo. <laughs> Yan. Yan kasi tigas na ulo mo. Di ba? At siya ay pabalik. Yan. Sorry na to. Okay? Yari ka. Pagbalik mo, yari ka. Malayo pa lang. Nakatanaw ang... Uh, Tatay, at nung nakita niya, dali-dali ang siyang tumakbo, yari ka, susultuin ka yan. <laughs> Pagdating doon, at inakap niya kanyang anak. Siguro yung mga, yung mga nakapaligid kay Jesus, ha? <laughs> ano yun? Because it's not part of their culture also. It's not part of our culture. You see, disciple-making culture, must be relational. And this is what the Lord Jesus Christ pictured when He was in the, on earth. His message is love and His method is relationship. So, confrontation is always about helping people get back to the story that God wants to tell in the world. And right behavior isn't about reward or punishment. It is about giving the world an accurate picture of who God is and what He is like. Sabi nga ng aking uh, misis, maging pastor ka naman. <laughs> Because being like this is not me. But when we look at Who is God? Who is Jesus? We should represent the accurate picture of Him who called us to this marvelous light. I believe with all my heart that if the world could see God for whom He really is, they would love Him. What is not to love? Maybe even confrontation is an opportunity to put God on display to others. And that makes confrontation not only critically important, but also sacred. <laughs> yes, but you are in the position where in Christ was Ano yun? Ano yung position na yun, Pastor? The position to give grace to that person. May you confront others well. God bless you.